We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stumbled across this story today. Good Friday story. Sotheby's Auction House. They had something they called the Dynasty Collection. It was a sneaker worn by Michael Jordan in each one of his six game-clinching NBA Finals games. So six shoes all autographed by Michael Jordan. One of the two shoes he wore in each Finals-clinching game. Sold for $8 bucks. Are they all the same footedness, like all left foot shoes? I think so. Yeah. Would you want the left foot or the right foot? I think right foot, no. Don't most people, though, if they're... Do most people jump off their strong leg for, like, one-footed jumping? I mean... I think you would jump off your left uh, leg. I I would want the uh, armband he was wearing when he pushed off of Brian Russell to hit the final shot. Man, you hate Jordan. No, No, I grew up loving Jordan, but he did... It was just funny. He blatantly pushed off to get... To execute the final shot of his Bulls career. Eight million for those six sneakers. Man, I just don't you think about having the kind of money where you can spend eight million dollars on somebody else's left shoe? They're two of a kind. So there's it right. For each one, there's only there's only sixteen of these. Right? No, no, there's only twelve of these, and you've got half. Half of them. Half the collection now. Well, in a sense, you've got, since you've got, you know, one or the other, you've got one of a kind. Like, there's only one left or right foot. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Yeah, and somebody else, presumably, they're going to, what, sell the other half? I don't know. Maybe Jordan keeps the other half for himself. Now, this one's the left foot. So, there's eight million. So, eight million got spent on this today. You know, he wore a new pair of shoes for every single game of his career. I did know that. I think, I still think that's very weird. So, New shoes hurt your feet. So I was thinking about this. The most valuable pieces of Pittsburgh sports memorabilia. The obvious top two are Mazeroski's home run ball and the immaculate reception ball. I don't know what happened to Maz's 60th home run ball. I googled that before the show. I don't think anybody has it. I don't think it exists. It's never been put up for auction. It's not in the Hall of Fame. Would you respect somebody if somebody had grabbed it, knew exactly what it was, and just kept it to themselves? Just said, I'm going to have this. I know I have it. People can believe that it's it's real or not, but I know it's But word of deal. mouth would get out that you have this ball, even if you're not up for selling it. We well, know who possessed it. people believe you, though? Like, if it went over that wall and there's nobody sitting back there because it just goes right over into the woods, basically. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are multiple people that claim that they came into possession of it, we and had, it's not true. We had a guy calling when it was me and Joe doing this show... Um, Oh, God, I can't remember his name, man. But he he had a line in on the Franco ball and the Immaculate Reception ball. Like, his dad had gotten it, his hands on it. I would want Mazeroski's bat from that that play, too. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Now, the Immaculate Reception ball. The 84 Lumber Hardy family has the ball now. There's a story behind that. 
uh, it was up for sale, and I think Joe Hardy's daughter, before he passed away, wanted to buy it and then give it to her dad for his 100th birthday. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he passed away. They still brokered a deal. Didn't he pass away on the morning of his 100th birthday? Oh, he might have. Because I remember Bob was very close with him, Pomp. And, and, and so, I think he passed away on his the morning of his 100th birthday. And so they they the family has the ball. It might be up at Nemecon or something. I don't know how much they paid for it. That hasn't been published, but I would love to know what they paid. I don't think that ball ever got authenticated. Mm. I don't think that ball was ever by all the big uh, authenticating companies. I don't think anyone wanted to put their name on it like this is for sure 100%. Stupid question. How would an authenticating company make sure that they had the real deal there? Now, because you know, like when Bonds chased down the home run record, they had the ultraviolet stamps on those balls. Major League Baseball did. Yeah. And they knew they were the only balls put in play for that game, and they yep. protected it under lock and key. I think that's for every game now. Okay, so like every sport now, you mean, right? Yeah. Like, they didn't do that back then. Color me stupid here, but how would you authenticate it? You're go- you're ultimately going on somebody's word, right? Like, there's nothing you can do. And there was so do. much chaos after that play. Donnie, am I am I saying something that sounds stupid to you, like ignorant, or am I right here? Well, they didn't. It's, tra- it's just the world of big authenticity out there. Honestly, <laughs> they didn't track, but they didn't track things like that back then. They That's didn't- what I mean. So, like, how if you're a big authenticating house that's what you do you authenticate memorabilia how are you definitively telling those people yes this is the real this is the genuine article so i'll give you another one clemeni's 3000th hit ball no idea where it is it's not in the hall of fame it's not been put up for sale the bat he used to get his 3000th hit though has so if you had to guess this this happened In 20, let me get the date here, 2021, two years ago, this bat got sold Mm -hmm. at auction. How much do you think it went for? His last hit, his three, they were in the playoffs that year, but his last professional hit in a regular season game to get 3,000, how much do you think it went for? Mm, 750 grand. Donnie? I'll go 1.2 million. Canada's salary? You had to look this up. No, I didn't. All the person would say who bought it was that he got it between a half million and a million dollars. Very good, Malsey. Thank you. That's got to be one of the best bargains. No, not just. Values. I'm just saying that's got to be one of the best of the things that are known that to be out there mm-hmm. that are Pittsburgh sports memorabilia related. That's got to be one of the best ones. I think because if the, the Mass I... ball's out and the Immaculate Reception ball is in the Hardy's possession and we don't really know for sure if it's actually that ball, mm-hmm. how many other things in the history of Pittsburgh sports would you say would be a more coveted item or object than the bat Clemeni used to get his 3,000th hit? First run of Ron Cook's first column in the Post-Gazette. The penny used. I was going to say either the first or last goal of Lemieux's career, like Puck, if that was something. I, you know what I would actually want? The Puck, he... Scored uh, the goal with in his return game in 2000. That would be a cool one to have. More for like the this is an unusual one that people don't automatically have spring to mind. How about the hair? How about the uh, ball that Holmes caught to win Super Bowl 43 or the ball Harrison scored with in that game? Either one. I thought Kiesel said he was the last guy on the ball in the Super Bowl. 
because Woodley forced the fumble and he Keys recovered, will recovered it. it. No, no, no. I if am I'm talking, him, I never let go of that ball. I'm talking very specifically those two about plays. yes, because obviously they change out the balls all the time. Sure. Either ball that was used on either play, I would rather have than the final ball of the game. Man, who do you think is more deserving of that ball, Ben or Holmes? If the game ends and they both want it, who do you give it to? Surprising answer here. Ben, because Holmes already has a Super Bowl MVP for that. Yeah, like a fair trade-off. Yeah. Pony? What about, what, I agree what, with you. What about the gloves that any of the guys were wearing? Wouldn't mind those. The gloves Santonio used to catch the ball. Didn't That's ben a al- really good one. Didn't Ben also have, a, have the right glove in that game? Or I did think he go he did. no glove? I, I know he had, hand, I know no, he he had a order glove. Did, though. I thought he had a glove on his left hand, maybe. Mm. I know in 40 he had a glove. He did not have one. I thought he had he one on his right. A, he did not have a glove on his throwing hand in that game. He had one on his non-throwing hand, Of all the times hand, I've, wa- I've watched the play, I can't remember. Well, b- bring it up on your – it'll take you two seconds. Look it up quick, Donnie, while you're talking with us. The only other um, – Those like, are good ones. Memorabilia-wise. Hmm. Like, I wonder if anyone's tried to sell the Russell Martin home. No, he had ball. a glove on his left hand. I wonder if anyone's tried to sell that from the wild card game. That would and what be a that good would one. fetch. That would be a good one. Man, it, it's kind of... Could that get like ten grand? do you think, in an auction? Mm, pro- yeah, probably. It's kind of bleak that there's... Well, not bleak. You know what the, the bad part is about like Penguin Stanley Cups is they've won a lot of their Stanley Cups in routes. There's not, or there's not like a Game 7 of one of their Stanley Cup final series where you can like say, here's this iconic overtime goal or something. They've closed out all of them on the road. And... Off the top of my head, I don't think a single one's gone the distance. What about no, either? Or no, the Red Wings. The Red I was going to say, I'm what sorry. about either the like the puck or stick from Talbot? I thought about Talbot's stick. What would that go for in auction? His Game Seven stick. I would the actually. Cup I would, final. I know he was the guy who won the you know won them the game with two goals. I would pay more for Flurry's jersey because it stopped the final shot. Flurry's game worn jersey from the 09 final would be another one for me. I don't see anything online about Talbot's stick ever being for sale from and also flurry's jersey i'm sure he just kept it yep like no i'll take this thanks i feel like it gets to a point though with where these where these guys were even if they don't need the money they've got so much stuff and they're like why am i at this point still keeping it i might as well sell I, it i respect see what it's worth i respect the guys who just say like that was another part of my life and like i'll keep a small handful of things but otherwise i let go of almost all of it not only because they're able to let go of like their past career where so many guys had trouble moving on, but they know that people out there want and crave this stuff. You make it available. I don't mind it. Like I, I, I respect that. Man, what else is there? Philadelphia wholesaler says he purchased O.J. Simpson's Heisman Trophy at auction in 1999. There's a rare piece of memorabilia Man. for 255 grand. That's a steal. Hey, what do you think of my O.J. Simpson Heisman? Come down to my man cave. I got it because he was accused of killing his wife and another person. <laughs> what if he had O.J.'s gloves? The ones that were I was too about small. to say he he didn't play with gloves in the NFL, but man, did they butcher that prosecution? By the way, best Ooh. piece of Pittsburgh sports memorabilia: Jordan shoes. Jordan sneakers from the six game-winning NBA Finals games went for $8 million today. 
Do you know what at auction? Do you know what the other thing is though about that? Now that I, just just the Jordan part of this, he's also got the most iconic shoe brand in the world. That's the that, exactly. That's the hook. Yep. Like you could say Mazeroski spikes from the 1960 Game Seven that he was wearing, and that would don't get me wrong, that would be very cool. Like any any piece of clothing or shoes or whatever that those guys were wearing, Clemente on this the 3,000th hit. But the Jordan thing is, these are already things that go for way above market value when you're just trying to buy a regular old pair of them. There's an athletic article that says, quote, could this be the one, the mystery behind Bill Mazeroski's Game 7 jersey? The jersey Mazeroski was wearing that day vanished. Again, that's something you don't think of it in the moment. You're thinking about celebrating, but man, I'd want to pack up like everything I was wearing and, and keep it as keepsakes. Or at least make sure the Hall of Fame got their hands on it. Two men down in Florida claim that they have it. House of Berg 412 tweets in, who has all the footballs from the Steelers preseason where Kenny Pickett threw five touchdowns on five <laughs> drives with a perfect passer rating? <laughs> that is a very good tweet. Have I told you guys that uh, Sarah's little sister and her fiance live in Mazeroski's old house? No way. Yeah. Wait, say that again? Yeah. Sarah's little sister and mm-hmm. her fiance, they live in Bill Mazeroski's old house. Where's that, Wheeling? No, Greensburg. He was a Hemfield guy. That's where he lived like after his career. Do you think they paid more because that was part of the, the sales appeal? pitch by the real estate agent? Hey, one of the most iconic players in Pittsburgh sports history used to live here? I don't know, but I I, I find it kind of funny because both of them – are not sports people at all. Like Sarah, and, I mean, obviously Sarah loves football. Like she's into the other sports too. Her sister and future brother-in-law are the opposite of sports people. So it's like funny that one of the most iconic Pittsburgh athletes ever is now the guy who virtually sold them their house. Isn't it like I a don't one, know? Isn't I don't it like know. a one-level house or something? Why am I like? Yeah, I feel like I can picture the house like I've seen it before. Yeah, like, like kind of ranch-style like, house. Yes. Yeah, I think I can picture their house. Congratulations on all their success. It's a nice. Looked like a nice house. I'm looking, I don't. I don't know if he left anything behind either. Like I, it kind of makes me wonder. Like as a little keepsake for them. Like if he like left anything in the basement or. I'm trying to think what, I mean, no, I can't. I'm trying to make a turn Here we two go. joke, but I can't think of it. I just found it on the on the uh, Mazeroski jersey. You know who owns it? Thomas Tall. The Steelers minority owner and filmmaker who's just, like, insane about old sports memorabilia. He's got all kinds of Babe Ruth jerseys and bats and stuff. Paid nearly $1 million dollars. For, the, for a Mazeroski jersey and bronzed bat from Game 7. But I'm not sure it's the bat he used. Well, it's not the bat he used. It's bronzed to hit the home run. Can you bronze a bat after? I'm sure somebody could have just plated it in bronze. How do you pay? So but it doesn't you, say that's the bat he used to hit the home run, when though, you, in this article. When you bid a million dollars on something like that and win it at auction, you got to bring, like, a briefcase full of cash? Is it just a boring wire transfer? How do they do that? And then Tall donated, I didn't, how did, how did I not know this? The jersey was donated to the Heinz History Center, and that's where it is today. Good job by him. It is a good job. I was going to say, man, another super rich guy bidding on something, but he did the right thing with it. What's one piece of fan memorabilia you'd like? From here? Yeah. The wheel of cheese that once got taken from a, 
from an event. That's a wheel of cheese. That's very inside baseball. That's a that's something done specifically to make Pony laugh. But there was a very infamous story here about a wheel of cheese and a member. One of, of Ron's Ron's first recorder. One of Ron's show worn Aliquippa sweatshirts. <laughs> Game worn. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.